Evening all, and welcome back to the Dark Side Live podcast. Um, so tonight we've got um, Eddie Cohn back on. We're going to have an amazing chat with Eddie. Um, obviously, we're going to do a lot, a lot of talk in uh, um, like the hour that we've got. Um, so get as much as we can. Um, going to get as, try and get as many guests in as possible as well that have previously been on. Uh, to get a lot more people back on. Like I said, there uh, some some new people, some old people. Um, trying to mix it up. So we'll have that continuation of different guests over the uh, weeks and months to come. Now, someone I've obviously this conversation I wanted uh, to really like concentrate on more on the jujitsu side, um, but we'll just go with the flow on this one because um, I know w- me and Eddie can speak for hours on loads of different subjects here. Um, but yeah, it's it's I definitely um, I recommend going back and watching part one um, with Eddie. Um, some really amazing conversation and content on that one so that's definitely one I would recommend to go back and watch the first one um, I'll be putting the links on after the stories anyway same as the links for this and then links for like um, Eddie's page as well and see they just popped up there so uh, so give us one moment there while Eddie um, puts the request across and we'll get straight into it because I know it's something that we de- uh, definitely want to try and get as much time as possible in just gonna just get this up Waiting for that connect up now. Hello, mate. You right? Hey, Chris. How are you? Yeah, you're good, mate. Good, mate. I see you outside there, just enjoying the weather. <laughs> we don't get a lot of it, but um, when we do, guaranteed, I'm going to be there. Absolutely. Done enjoying it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. How it's, are you? What's good? Oh, busy. Very, very busy. And, and to be honest, this has took off more bigger than I ever thought. You know, doing the, the podcast, I mean, I've got people messages saying, oh, it's absolutely, it is amazing because I just thought, well, I get people on, it's a lot more easy to speak to people than it is to write posts up and that. Um, I think people get a lot more right. content and a lot more out of it to actually hear us speaking rather yeah. than just putting posts up. It's really quite hard to get, you know, get to understand the person. Um, absolutely so the, well, the, vis- the visual and audio is uh, seeing something and hearing it is much better than just hearing it you yeah, yeah, so, um, so yeah so yeah yeah man good so, to, so, uh, good to be back definitely definitely because I know I've just been saying that on there and obviously I'll be putting part one up on the stories anyway so everybody wants to jump in and watch part one because we could have gone for hours on that conversation but tonight I want to make it a little bit of a special on something you're uh, close to heart to as well as myself uh, yeah. So I, I obviously want to get straight into the, doing some rolling. Uh, so straight into the subject <laughs> of uh, jujitsu. Yeah. So firstly, how long have you been like practicing and then obviously teaching jujitsu? So practicing about um, it's got to be about twenty five years now, maybe longer, yeah. twenty five, twenty six years. Um, teaching since two thousand and two. Yep. So uh, so been a while, and yep. uh, seen everything. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between, Chris. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's quite weird because, like you said, we're teaching it. I know, like, obviously, my instructor, John, he's taught people from, like, say, 20 years ago who were, like, either kids or in a teen zen, and then they've grown, mm. and they haven't obviously had children of their own, and now he's teaching their kids. And he's just, he's, some days he said, I feel old. You yeah, know, he's, he's been practicing like, 35 years, you know. It's incredible. I mean, that's just my jiu-jitsu journey. I, I've I've always been into martial arts as long as I can remember um, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. But I always say that when I started to learn jiu-jitsu, I started to understand martial arts because there's a yeah. clear difference between combat yeah. and sport. There is a very, yeah. very clear difference between um, an art of combat and an art of sport. And yeah. sometimes people confuse the two, but the yeah. two go, the two can go hand in hand, as yeah. long as you can differentiate the difference between both. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you an example. Like we have sports jujitsu practitioners, very good ones who yeah. visit us at yeah. the academy, or I go to a school and visit them. And when I go there, the first thing they say is, hey, take it easy. We don't we do not do this and we don't do that. And yeah. there are rules and limitations applied and they think I'm some raging animal that's going to just go in there and uh, and, yeah. and I don't understand the rules of, of engagement. But, but the way I teach is combat-based for the street, not for yeah. sportive environments. And, yeah. and I think 
there's a very, very clear distinction. Uh, yeah. We have to be careful of those distinctions when we're making them. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know I was listening, I caught up with um, one of Joe Rogan's podcasts today with um, Jocko on it and talking obviously some jujitsu in there and how he'd, he'd actually nearly snapped somebody's neck, actually broke, he actually fractured the bone. Yeah, it's neck, the, and it, it's it the just, real deal, man. It's the real deal. Is. Remember the, the school of thought we came from. Uh, they founded the UFC when there was no rules, no rounds, yeah. no weight division, no time limit, uh, yeah. no gloves. Yeah. So I can remember watching that very first fight that I saw on there um, was a guy got, got his front teeth kicked out. The opening yeah. fight, he just took a kick right in the chops and teeth yeah. come flying out, you know. Um, and, and those flight, fights are not depicted, like fights today are not depicted how they really are. Um, yeah. If you fast forward that and you go to the UFC now, it's not what it was in a sense no. of re real fight. It's close, but yeah. it's not what it was. Yeah. Um, in the in the in the early UFCs, if you take, for example, a, a dear friend of mine, Hoist Gracie, he was fighting people using striking, kicking, knees yeah. to the groins, punching the groin. Uh, there was all sorts of stuff um, that has been eradicated now. So it's a sport, and it's a great sport, and I enjoy it as yeah. a sport. Um, but it's far from a real fight. It's, it's yeah. you know, you, it's far from a real fight. And and the big thing is you get these kids running around now, you know, like I'm not a fan of it. 10 year old black belts, 14 year old yeah. black belts. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, I, I can't support that in any way, shape or form. Um, I understand yeah. they need to learn and I understand that it's development for them, but I can't support these 10 year old black belts. <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, to be honest, I've seen it myself. People turn up at the gyms, and you know they've been practicing. I know there was. Um, I know obviously when uh, we had people will turn up at our gym, and they mm. literally. Uh, and and, if, and I know there was a, uh, someone. I was told once it was somebody who was actually a, a, they were actually a fifth dan in ninjutsu, and they didn't even know half the basics. They didn't know half the kamenakan. Mm. And like, how did you become a, a fifth dan if you don't know the basics? Yeah. You know, and, a, a lot of it is time served, Chris. Yeah. It's time served, you know. Yeah. I don't deal with the time served thing. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of time served. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of uh, three things: hard work, hard work, and hard work. You know, yeah, and exactly. constantly constantly pushing that because we have to we have to understand what people are looking for when they come into the dojo, when they come into yeah. train. There's dojo etiquette. We can't go hard every day. You have no students, right? Um, yeah. But the mindset and the mentality behind combat in any way shape or form is is what's important you know um whether it's military mindset whether it's combat mindset whether it's a street fight whether it's yeah. you know the first rule of a street fight is having the upper hand you know yeah. there are many components in a real fight and and i'm, I'm yeah. no stranger to real fights uh, as you know from my law enforcement days yeah. um that was legit. They were legit fights, you know, the, and, yeah. and just growing up the way I grew up, it was legit fights. And one thing that I'd learned before martial arts taught me anything was don't fight fair, you know, yeah. never fight fair, gain yeah. any advantage you can by any means yeah. necessary and survive that fight. You know, you might lose yeah. an ear, you might lose an eye, but you're yeah. going to go home, you know, and, and yeah. that mindset I learned early on. It was only when I, I began to learn the martial science that, I understood that it's got to be channeled. It has to be yeah. the right energy. It cannot just be gratuitous violence. There are times for that. Yeah. But it all starts with the belief that you have the right to defend not only yourself, but, you know, it's a, it's a given entitlement that survival yeah. is real, you know. Um, and I bring that all the way through martial arts into home security, into yeah. car security, into personal security, into the way I teach and instruct within the four walls of my, uh, the nut house, the padded room that we train in. Yeah. Um, and, and there are some way, some days I have private training with private friends of mine that we train and we train totally different to how we would train um, with a group class because you'd yeah. scare everyone away and, and you'd have no students, you'd have no viable business. So that's important too. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know the first thing I was always taught in martial arts, it was it was always respect. It was like literally everything begins and ends with respect. And especially you right. go in, every time you step on their mats, you'll bow, you show that respect, not just mm. obviously to the students, the instructors, but also the dojo itself. It is respect right. is that first part. But there is also, I totally agree with that. When you're training, 
this you've got a, like say differential rate between the two because it you know you can do training on one side of it and then you've got like say a combat element of it which is total yep. difference that's when you've got Correct. like it's almost i call it the wolverine switch because I used to have a lot of like anger and I would go and it was trying to channel that. that's how I started getting the martial arts journey just to channel that anger into something positive and I know mm. in the last four years returning back to martial arts having a big long break from it and then stepping into back into the dojo it felt like that place of peace for myself and obviously very good for my own mental health and that was a massive part of my journey but it was like mm. I found that doing like the combat courses that also that taught us how to channel that Wolverine switch. And in, in the best lesson I ever learned was getting punched in the face because it was hey, like there's, literally, there's no substitute for that one. There is. You know, I mean, we would spar and it literally, you know, full, like no mouth, you could put mouth guards in no headgear. It was literally put gloves on spar and you cannot mm. substitute that. You can't, you can't yeah. change it. You know? And then, and like I was saying to, um, I was saying last week and that's Mark Moore, how like we get people turn up and you've probably seen it yourself. People turn up and they go in hard charging, you know, put everything into this sparring and, and you, you think, but they've also got to be disciplined there, isn't it? Mm. There, there's a time for that, Chris. There really is. There's a yeah. time to, to fight like that. Listen, yeah. at some point, every man must spit on his hands, hoist a black flag and start slitting. Folks. Amen to that. Right. Yep. Right. So there are times to do that there are but we can't do that every day you no. know um and it has to be done with the right people um because if you do that with everyone it's not for everyone so you know some yeah. people come to the academy to learn some people come to to, to make friends some people come uh, to learn to fight some for confidence for many many different reasons yeah um but the main the main thing is that we have to you know you have to know what it is like strengths and liabilities you know if we're talking self-defense self-defense is something totally different than a martial art self-defense yeah. begins and ends with a mindset it starts with strengths and liabilities and it starts also with the question of how far am i willing to go yeah. we don't know we don't know as yeah. humans every everyone yeah. says oh if i was attacked i would do this and i would do that and okay listen i've been in scenarios and probably you have too where i've seen yeah casualties i've seen yeah. cities burn i've seen human atrocities that you know you couldn't even speak about not you but yeah. people in the yeah, public yeah. civilians wouldn't even have no idea yeah. um and i've i've been through those and i'm not the only one yourself yeah. and many others have been through those things and that is when you really know you until that point yeah. you know people say to me Ed, you train so hard. You're always on the mat. You're always instructing. You're, you're damn right I am because yeah. I need this to be a reflex. I need this to be second nature. Um, yeah. You know what they say about he who hesitates in war, right? Yeah. He who hesitates that's in that's war that's... doesn't come back. Yeah, he doesn't come yeah. back. You know, yeah. it must be an automatic reflex. You know, it, it must, we must drill it so much that it cannot, it can, we cannot make a mistake. It's the same with my firearms training. It's the yeah. same with my close, my CQB training. Yeah. Um, it's the same with my, my hand to hand stuff. It's the same with my, my knife fighting stuff. Yeah. There are also a lot of martial artists, you know, that, that promote the martial art, I believe incorrectly. Yeah. For, for me to go on onto a field and teach military personnel, shouldn't I have a little bit of knowledge or a little bit of experience with military exactly. personnel and how it yeah. works? And the combat, what they're teaching, what they, you yeah. know, how their equipment and all the rest of it, strengths and liabilities, you know. Um, and like I said, the, the systems of martial arts that I teach, or the martial arts system I teach, is combat. It's for the street. There's no second. Yeah. There's nothing else. You know, where there's where there's emptiness, put fingers in eyes. You know, yeah. where there's nothing there, you know, suffocate someone, strangle them, yeah. break their limbs. Yeah. You know, what, whatever yeah. it takes, um, because we're not fighting within the rules of of etica in this bow and yeah. etica that we both have yeah. this bow and etica and these dojo rules no we're fighting for extinction we're fighting for survival yeah. absolutely world because is, i think that's, world that's what it is isn't it yeah survival, absolutely you know? i mean that's something that like obviously like i know when we've we've been taught about and, I'm, and obviously me and mark discussed this as well it's a lot of people see like even like art like the jitsu is like a dirty art because we mm. have those rules same as that it's like if there's something there we close the gap we're getting close 
And it's like, literally, we will put, like, say, a, a hand over the nose to stop somebody mm. from breathing. We will panic them. Or we will choke them. We will do whatever it takes to get out that scenario. And even I've been yeah. put in, like, situations where, and it was a quite, it's quite a funny scenario, really. It was, like, literally, like, you had, you had people up close in your face were literally shouting at you, screaming at you, like, ready and, and to get that, that adrenaline going. And then what it was was uh, I know I had turned around and I knew that I could feel that anxiety in us and to react, and but it's when you react. And then it's mm. like, you react at the right time. And I remember, and it was something, that I did something and something was said and I smiled. And John just went, should you really be smiling before you were going to an attack? You know, it's kind of like, you know, I, you shouldn't really be smiling about this because you are going to mm. you know, inflict pain on someone. And it was just a natural reactor. And I was going to think, right, now I'm going to, you know, and it's it's that, that drop, isn't it? You, you, it's the you switch. know when to react. It's the switch. Yeah, it's that switch, you, that, you know, that Wolverine switch. For sure. For sure. I mean, for me, martial arts has always been about self-preservation, you know, yeah. self-defense. Um, because there's a difference with self-defense and self-offense. But just because we're, 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 de we're defenders, you know, we're defenders doesn't mean we cannot attack, you know. They're, it's a very, very um, thin line. It has to be taught the right way. You don't want to breed a bunch of morons that are going to go out and yeah. fight every Friday night. But what you are in a position to do is teach people how to get the drop on others, you know, how to yeah. signs and symptoms. Um, there's so much that come with these courses, Chris, as a martial artist, yeah. from urban combat all the way through to dojo etika. Yeah. Those who want to learn Dojo Etika, absolutely fine. Welcome. Come and train, yeah. you know. Yeah. But know there is an underlying tone here. And we're not conformed to these four walls in this padded room. It goes yeah. beyond, you know. Um, I always say this to my students. If you're walking in the street and you happen to look up and catch the eye of someone else and they're looking at you, they're either a predator or they're a sheepdog. They're one or the other. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're very aware or they're looking for a victim. Yeah. And, and it all starts then, you know, I, I get it a lot. I get this, um, this tingling thing when I, you know, we spoke about this. I, I was on a, a fatwa list um, for a while, um, of course, being in counterterrorism and stuff. And I, I take and took my home security as well as my personal security very, very seriously because that's part of yeah. self-defense, home yeah. security, car security, personal security, um, very serious. I mean, when was the last time even you have done a perimeter uh, yeah. search on your house? When have yeah, you yeah. checked? Like, when have you gone around, had a look at the locks and windows and, and the front yeah. of the house and, and checked it and gone, actually, I never noticed there was a, where's this screw come from? Where's, the, yeah. you know, people don't do it. They don't do it enough. No. I, do, I do weekly, daily sometimes, perimeter searches on, on, on where I live. I'm checking windows, doors, locks. There's signs of force entry. Has anyone, you know, been coming up to the house and looking at it? Have I had pan sellers knocking at my door or people yeah. selling stuff which is out of place? Uh, I'm very, very security conscious. And it's almost on the level of paranoia, Chris. But yeah. the, threat is, the threat is real. The people I'm dealing with are real. Um, yeah. I'm going to live. You know, yeah. there's an old saying, don't send anyone that you don't want back. You know, if, if and and it has to be legal, and I'm not throwing any heroic stuff out there. I'm just yeah. giving you an insight into what I deem as self-defense from a martial yeah. artist perspective. You it's know, almost on that, on that, it's almost on that. Like, I would say it's more common sense, isn't it? It's those things that would, that, that defines that as common sense. What you would do, because I mean, I've been what, what people take people take for granted. You know, yeah. When absolutely. people second get, when people second look at me, why is that happening? Why is that yeah. person looking at me? Who are they with? Are there signals yeah. here? Are there signs? Are there, how many attackers am I dealing with? Yeah. Uh, are they armed? Are they unarmed? Can I see both yeah. hands? You know, are they, are they look out for something else that I don't see around this corner? Um, you, you know, you, if you follow my, we follow, you know, we're friends on, on social media. And if you follow my Instagram, I'm out at like very late in the night. I love the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love nothing more than walking in the dark with, with my dogs, you know? Yeah. Um, and the, you know, coming from that law enforcement background and um, going through what I went through, Chris, I've learned some really good tricks when it comes yeah. to self-defense and home security. And yeah. uh, there's a really good company out there um, uh, called Octagon Security Solutions. 
Um, Really good company. Uh, Yes, I am a part owner of that company. And the security solutions they provide, especially for law enforcement and military personnel and anyone really, um, they're second to none, cutting edge. I know when someone breaches my drive before they do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's an old saying, right? You don't have to beat the bear. You know, you just have to beat you. And I'm talking about yeah. my neighbors, you know. And unfortunately, yeah. if you if you look at my house from a self-defense perspective, it looks like any other house. Yeah. But on, on closer inspection of that house, you suddenly realize, hold on a minute, that's not worth the hassle. I'm going to drive a few roads down perhaps and yeah. check that one out. And the fact that I have uh, a couple of very large dogs that are bigger than yeah. most humans is always a good deterrent. There was um, yeah. just uh, just to throw some stuff at you. There were some stats done yeah. uh, on on home invasions and home burglaries recently. Yeah. And I'm a big I'm a big big nerd when it comes to this stuff. It's part of my background, part of what I do. And they were saying that most would be assailants are deterred by dogs. Yeah, are uh, by dogs, and and not just the physical presence of a dog but a very good deterrent would be to have a really large bowl in your back garden and some dog toys strewn around. So that these guys... There's little factors, isn't it? Right. There's little factors, isn't it? Of course it is. Put that trick into people's minds. Now, if if we put that into martial arts or self-defense, the greatest gift we have as being, you know, self-defenders is standoff. Yeah. Standoff, right? Because if I have to use combat skills, I failed in the first initial contact with the enemy. I failed. It might be I see the enemy, they see me, okay, we yeah. see each other, and my body language gives off enough for them to stay away. They're like, yeah. ah, not that guy. <laughs> Anyone yeah. but that guy. He's looking right at me, either like we think he's a predator or he's a sheepdog. He's one or the other. Yeah. Um, so standoff. From my standoff, what am I able to do? How am I able to gain the upper hand? And how am I able to fight unfair and beat these guys? Yeah. Right. So once, once we establish those ground rules of standoff, um, everything else falls into place because then we have options. And when we have tactical options, we have the ability to win. And the tactical yeah. option might be to make a tactical withdrawal, to run away. Uh, yep. It might be to arm ourselves with the, the dustbin lid we just passed. It might be, you, you know, there's, a, there's a, a numerous scenario here that we could go through, but standoff yeah. is the one. If yeah. you master standoff, then you can usually control most of the, uh, in, rules of engagement as well. If you you can you can then you can then understand how to engage correctly, which yeah. is important. It's, exactly, because I know that's something that obviously I've been drilled into. That that you know, if you're in that situation where it is like that, you are you take control of that situation. You do that because I remember walking back. It was going on at half eleven at night, walking up a hill, having cap on, black jacket, and I remember this. this I could see somebody coming towards us. And I was like, well, he's pretty tall. I can see that much. And as he got closer and closer and closer, and so I kind of kept my head down a bit because I know for a fact is that I want to get the eye contact straight away when it's ready. Yep. You know, so right. I want to look look like that I'm not as switched on as I am. And so I'm just walking along, doing that. And then, and then as the, the distance like, got smaller and smaller and smaller, I remember looking up and he must have, tri- he must have triggered something in him, that little spidey sense. And he looked up and he, we done eye contact. And all he all he said to us, "All right, mate, how you doing?" Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. Because I That's exactly initiated it. That was it. It was the same as when I was on base, and I remember that because um, you'll probably know. Obviously, on bases, I have the, the, the gates, and gates, I was on yeah. Um, guard, yeah, I was on guard duty one night. So we're armed with SA eighties live rounds. We don't mess mm-hmm. around, um, especially if the, obviously the threat um, is like if it depends on what if it's high or low or where it's at. Um, I had one guy, and it and it always has that sign up saying, "Was it dip headlights?" So one guy, remember, a car came in and it was like the light, headlights were on full. We're like, right, what's this guy doing? And like, even the, um, we obviously had uh, military guards there as well. And he's like, oh, you know, making a hand signal to turn the lights down and that. He, this guy wouldn't, but he was revving his engine. That was what became a bit more concerning. It's like, okay, what's this mm. guy up to? And literally, I had the rifle out and I was like, right, I'm going to make ready if this guy does not back off. And it was that part that he could see us. And he, and he came forward and forward and forward, and his still headlights were on, and, he, and he'd revved it. But what it was, we didn't realize. It was only until, obviously, he did that, and then I literally went to make ready. And I was going, I thought, I'm going to put two rounds through this guy. 
there's no, he's not mm. going to, you know, if this is going to go down and I'll put rounds down, it doesn't bother me, you know, and I literally had the rifle air almost into, uh, into that position and for a lot of it, he, as he drove forwards, his headlights dropped and then like, as he came to the guard, uh, the actual gate, the, the, obviously the military, the police I had there, he was like, you're very, very lucky. And he was like, oh, I'm mm. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll drop me badge down, uh, like, but it put well, I was trying to get it. And and he's making all his excuses, but you tell he was panicked, but it was just that moment that you're very, very lucky. And and that's the importance of training. Training yeah. has to become instinctual. Yeah. And you, we, I cannot put it down, Chris. Um, yeah. I cannot, you know, I'm, if you stick around me long enough, you're going to yeah. become security conscious, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you a quick, a quick thing that happened after one of our podcasts. I had, um, I had just spoken to uh, James on 9-11 first responders thing. Yeah. And do you remember I emailed, I messaged you and said, hey, do you know who this guy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Had I not done that, Chris, yeah. had I not been in the know, yeah. I would have probably opened myself up for a target there. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and, and that is, that is, that is to do with, excuse me, the wind just took this around. No that is to do with, um, that's social media security because yeah. it comes in all forms. A yeah, lot of yeah. people say to me, oh, you're very standoffish. Listen, if I don't know you, you're not getting within two arms meters of me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not, never going to happen. Um, and you know, I'm pretty well known through what I do. So people do come up to me and people do talk to me, but yeah. initially I stop them in their tracks, you know, with yeah. verbally, I stop them straight away because it's not going to happen. I'm not getting caught out that way, you know. Yeah. Um, after everything I've been seen and done, imagine that you hear on news, oh, Eddie Cohen yeah. was taken out today, you know, by some, you know, and it, it comes in all, all, all yeah. ways and shapes. And it leads back to martial arts. It's a mindset. Yeah. Self-defense is a mind, mindset. It, you can have all of the techniques in the world, Chris, if you don't have that yeah. mindset support in the framework of that. And you haven't drilled it until you can't get it wrong. You know, it's yeah. it's not worth it. We, it's we that muscle did, memory, um, isn't it? It's that muscle yeah, memory. And it, there's, that yeah, and there's, there's and much more to, to, to muscle memory because no. I'm not afraid of the guy who does uh, a thousand kicks, you know, in yeah. an hour. I'm afraid of the guy who does one kick in an hour, but it's perfect. The yeah. sniper's mentality, you know, yeah. because that's a showstopper. It, one shot, yeah. one kill, right? One hit, one kill. Um, and that's, that is so, so important. And, you know, some of the, the, the guys out there, there's self-defense gurus out there. And, and they are yeah. these, you know, these gurus. I call it rise of the Peter Pants, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's just fake and it's dangerous. Yeah, it is. And you, you, you're selling something that is going to get someone killed um, or injured or worse. Um, yeah. And that's the thing with martial arts is unsanctioned. So anyone yeah. can open a school just because you're a black belt doesn't mean you can teach that art or you're accredited yeah. to teach that art. It just means you've, you've reached a certain level of competence. Same yeah. with firearms. Um, yeah. as, as a firearms instructor, you, you don't, that's a, uh, a weekly, um, what do you call it? Refresh. You have to go there yeah. every week and shoot and teach yeah. and shoot and teach and shoot and until you could do that blindfolded. You could do that with CS spray in your eyes. You could do that in the pitch dark. You could do that in daytime. You could do that yeah. when bullets are whizzing back at you, you know, on a combat yeah. scenario. You could, you know, it's, there's so many scenarios and, and you have to take that at a grassroots level from martial arts and, and put that in there. And then you have to assess who's walking in that door. Who am I teaching here? Yeah. Are they one of us or are they one of them? That's the yeah. other thing. You know, I'm sure, Chris, that I've been infiltrated in my academy. I'm sure it's happened. They yeah, get yeah. weeded out very quickly. But, but yeah, I'm yeah. sure, like, you know, I'm very security conscious, not parking in the same place if I am, yeah. having clear and unobstructed access to that and everything around where I am, not going home the same way, um, yeah. everything from home security. Um, you know, there's this thing going around, and it was going around last year, of a very pretty young girl knocking at the door, yeah. taking a... Um, what do they call it? Uh, taking notes about the property, etc. Yeah. And very innocent-looking person. And you open yeah. the door, and then around the corner is three, four, five hooded, masked home invaders that would break into yeah. the house, come straight into the house, and then they're inside the house where they can rape, pillage, and do whatever else they want to do to life yeah. and and property. 
Um, now, I'm very, very cautious with all of that. You know, yes, I have the sneaky um, CIA type gadgets on my house, but yeah. I also have other stuff on there from the time you enter the drive to, you know, when you're up, up at the front door. Um, and, and there's a big difference with someone who really wants to make a home invasion and someone who is, because where I live, it would be targeted. It wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, it was just a break-in. It would be targeted. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. When, I se- when I selected the home, I selected it very, very uh, carefully. Uh, I went and spoke to law enforcement locally and asked them yeah. about not the not the house not the uh, house sellers because they just want to make their commission. They'll sell you anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so I went and did the checks. I did my own checks. I did the community checks. I took a drive around, had a look at the area. You know, there's this yeah. thing called the broken window theory. Yeah. If you see a broken window at a bus stop, sure enough, if it's left long enough guess what? There'll be another broken window and another yeah. one. And that will indicate yeah. or give you an indication of the level of crime that could potentially happen in that area. So I did all of that, went and spoke to the local police and said, listen, I'm thinking of buying here. What do you reckon? This is who I am. This is, you know, what I do. And I got some very, very important feedback. Yeah. I don't, I have a, a very, um, uh, a car that has no stickers on it. Yeah. It doesn't equate to, it doesn't, Although I love, love guns, Chris, love to yeah. shoot. It has nothing about my social or economic background or, yeah. or that has nothing to do with jujitsu on it. Yeah. No one would know whose car it was. Um, so it fits right into where it's meant to fit in. No one could draw from that. Um, and my home It's almost like, like the, the grey man, isn't it? It's almost like that grey exactly man. Like that. Exactly the like that. Man home, away, yeah. Exactly. You, you fit in. And like I said, my home looks like any other home until on further inspection... Yeah. maybe not maybe not that home yeah. maybe we'll go we'll go further down right um and it pains me sometimes because december 26 i walked around my neighborhood as, as i do because i know everyone over here and what did i see in the in the driveway chris december 26 big tv boxes um yeah. all of the presents that they bought the boxes yeah. were on their drive now if i've walked around my neighborhood it's quite a nice neighborhood for sure, because I know it would be a targeted hit around here. Yeah, people that are targeting the area have drove around, had a look around, and gone, "Oh, yeah, there we go." Mr. Yeah, Miggins has got a TV. brand new TV, yeah. and they'll come knocking between probably one, one. I'd say between eleven and three in the afternoon, because that's when kids start coming home, and yeah. you know they want to avoid people popping home from lunch. And you'll come home, and your yeah. home will be burgled. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. martial arts. It's, that's a, it's a little indicator, isn't it? It's almost like, well, I remember that. We got so drilled with situation awareness. And right. I, I know that that was something that I really, really, it kicked in when, obviously, I left the military. And I remember even walking down the street. And you get that, like, spidey sense. So you're looking in windows. <laughs> and you see that. You know exactly what it like, is. Yeah. And you're looking you know for exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a natural thing. Now, I know it's like, you, you kind of think, right, okay, I, I'm a, you know, you kind of they got that sense there that you know something's good or bad. You know where to walk. Trust you know that instinct. Avoid. Yeah, Trust that, that instinct. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that we drilled in very, very much situation yeah. awareness. So, would you really just walk around a corner? Cl- like, would you just walk straight around it, or would you slow Give down it a wide burst? Right? Yeah, yeah of course. It so you can see anything that's around there. It's all common sense, little yeah. tricks of the trade that people over people don't. Know? Yeah, people don't take. Yeah. Take people take a lot of this for granted, and granted, Chris, me and you were talking yeah, yeah. from service background. Yeah, yeah. We are very skilled in, in in that thing. I'm extra paranoid with it, you know, because yeah. because of of things that have happened. If you haven't heard my history, like Chris said, he's going to post up the first interview. Yeah, yeah. Take a look; you'll not understand why. Um, you know where I park my car, how I enter and exit. You know driving too close to the car in front, yeah. making sure that I can brake left and right. This is all yeah. martial arts, Chris. This all yeah, yeah, feeds exactly. back into the martial arts. Yeah. And this is all before we have to go hands-on, Chris. Yeah. This is, we haven't even talked about going hands-on with someone. No, no. Right? We t- we, we're talking about standoff right now. And yeah. the other thing people fall down on when it comes to martial arts or safety training, as I, as I see it, is what is your start point? I walk yeah. around. I get on the, used to get on the subway and the you know, walking the street and I would see people with their hands in their pockets. That's their yeah. start point. If yeah. a fight broke out at that point, that is their start point. If you're, when I was in law enforcement and we would go through people's front door, the reason we had the upper hand 
it wasn't because we had numbers. We could only fit one person through the door at a time. Yeah. But because we had the drop on them, it was probably yeah. the early hours of the morning when we knew they'd be asleep in bed. That was their start yeah. position. So bang, the door opens, a lot of screaming and shouting, disorientation. And next thing, we're on top of them, you know, wherever they are in whatever room they are, and they've got guns pointed in their face, MP5s pointed yeah. in their face. <laughs> yeah. And that was how we would get the, that's how you get the drop on them. Remember, yeah. we're not fighting exactly. fair. We're not fighting fair. Yeah. We're using our environment. We look yeah. scary as hell, you yeah. know. And when we arrive, when the squad arrives, we're coming for you. you know, we can deal with yeah. whatever it is you throw at us because yeah. we have tactics, we have numbers, and we have the training. And that training is rehearsal, 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 rehearsal. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because I know that's something that obviously I know myself with obviously being a lot of training that. And it almost goes back to like the Sun Tzu or like the Musashi, um, right? you know, yeah. the Art of War. It's a lot <laughs> of things that if you read that, people kind of read it and think, Oh, that's a good book, but they, what, what does it mean? Now you'll see what, like, obviously, us speaking there. Now yeah. you see how it's applied. How, how deep now, it is. Yeah, right. How it is. It's like you can, like, you know, defeat an enemy without actual fighting. So and that's, that's, that's where we want to be. Yeah. What you just said sums it up. That is where we want to be. When people go, oh, what do you mean you, you fight with? This is the art of warfare. It's the art of fighting yeah. without fighting. Not because we're engaged in conflict and we don't have to touch anyone, but truly stand off you know non-verbal communication makes up 90 percent of what we do why is that guy taking a second look at me why is his hands in his yeah. pocket why is he wearing a long trench coat on a summer's day who parks yeah. their car like that with the engines running and the lights off and ducks down in the back of the car you know it, it all these things equate to a bigger picture yeah. and when we have standoff when we understand, when we truly understand standoff, yep. we're then able to act and get the drop on these people very quick. Because although they have the element of surprise, we have the yep. counter element of we get the drop on them because we're not going to fight yep. fair. You know, we know our strengths and liabilities. We're familiar with this environment. Yep. And the big one, what do we bring to the fight? Well, for me, it's vengeful, wrathful violence. Yeah. And. And I can bring that at any time. It's like, ah, drop, drop a pan and I'll bring it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I, <laughs> so, so I know it's in there, right? Um, yeah. So, and that's a huge thing. And then the next stage, we, we, only, we haven't talked about hands-on. We've just talked about yeah. verbal. Now, yeah. God forbid my home was invaded. If I'm alone in my house and I live alone in, in, in my house, if I lived alone, then I would probably barricade myself into a room block the door, dial 999 and wait for the boys to show up and deal with this individual. Yeah. However, for those who live with a for me personally, if you live with a family and someone is actively, you know, someone breaks into the house and goes through the house yeah. like a predator, I'm going to actively hunt. No, oh, definitely. You turn the tables on that. I'm going to actively hunt and yeah. find out. It's going to be a very bad day in the office because if yeah. you get through all of the security systems, yeah. you know, the dog and everything else. I'm going to be pretty pissed at that point that you've yeah. come through my front door, you know, and I'm going to actively hunt you and, and deal yeah. with you. And, and, and that's that mindset thing. Now yeah. I'm not saying I'm not claiming I'm a big bad. I'm not, not at all, no. but I have value. I have morals. I have a particular set of skills, Chris, that we yeah. all have that. And, yeah. and, and I train those skills and I repeat those skills eat, sleep, repeat daily. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a way of life, right? It is. It's almost like that, that saying, just because I'm peaceful, has, I've never forgotten how to be violent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same as that, because I remember years ago, I mean, obviously I've just left, uh, I was still actually in the military at the time, and a good friend of mine, and, he's, and like he said, he got asked to obviously look after the house, and obviously watch the kids and that, and something was said, and he went, I trust him in my life. I know he would take, take somebody down. Right. It's like, because the fact is you've got a, like as long as you've got a justifiable reason as long mm. as you can justify why you do something then you know and you can stand there hand on your heart and say look i hold myself accountable if something was to happen you take a reasonable action you know that's going to happen and you absolutely you're in that absolutely yeah. i mean there's an old saying right a man's home is his castle have you heard that yeah, that thing? yeah, yeah. a man a man's home is his castle uh and most castles that I know are fortified. Yeah. I mean, the Buckingham Palace, I don't know what that, that is, if that would have fortification. I'm sure it does. 
But the you know Scotland, the castles, they have moats around them or used to, and, and they're very fortified. And that's how I see my house. That's how I see my personal being. You know yeah. that you know that I'm unarmed to to some degree, although I yeah. have jujitsu with me all of the time and martial arts yeah, with yeah. me all of the time, and that's my equalizer. Should I have to yeah. use it? I don't want to do that. Do I really want to be on the ground fighting with a would-be assailant uh, in the streets last of London? The last place, place right? Yeah. So, of course it is. So, all these, this is yeah. what I was talking about at the beginning where we were talking about sports versus yeah. combat art, you know? Um, most jiu-jitsu guys train as a sportive environment and their first objective is to jump the guard and pull someone to the ground. Yeah. That's the last place for me. We teach yeah. <clears throat> five components of our basic curriculum in our academy which are striking, clinching, takedowns, throwing, and then finally the ground grappling. So we've gone through all of that before we, we end up in ground grappling. Then yeah. we have the mindset which governs that. And then after all of that, we have the weapons awareness course, something we call the razor's edge or the weapons awareness course. Um, now, we're not saying that you should take on uh, an assailant with a weapon. We're not saying that at all. But what we are saying is it's better to have something than have nothing. Yeah. Because the threat to your life, the longer you're involved in a violent confrontation on the street, the higher the risk of serious injury or death, the longer the fight goes on. Yeah. The second thing, in the case of being kidnapped and taken from A to B, you really want it to end in A. You don't really want to be put in a car, taken away, because the, the chances of survival diminish uh, very quickly. Now, it's very, very important we, we understand that. People don't understand that. You know, I'm very respectful when we have guys come in like yourself who, who train in other arts uh, and martial arts because there isn't rubbish martial arts. There isn't something that doesn't work. It all works. It just yeah, needs yeah. to fit, fit in, right? You just need to, yeah. to fit it in and rehearse it. Rehearse, 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 rehearse. Yeah. Until that's the thing, isn't it? It's that, it's that drilling and drilling it. It's like anything. You, you pick a rifle up. When you first taught how to like fire a rifle, you don't fire a rifle. You oh, taught the drills. You learn it yeah. inside out. You've got to learn dry how to hold it. Yeah, dry yeah. drills, dry drills, dry drills, and then and then over that period of time, safety components, yeah, and... safety, and it's yeah. like you're saying that you've got to build everything up to like say at least those five steps. You've yeah. got to load the basics and build on them foundations. And it's like anything from like from weapon work to like uh, martial arts to anything. It's got to be, you can't just walk straight into it. You've got to learn it from no, the you're, basics. You're, what you're saying is absolutely right. And even, and even then within that whole system is problem solving. What happens when yeah. you, we have a, uh, uh, a weapon misfunction, a malfunction, yeah. sorry, or a stoppage, you know, yeah. on the range, it's stoppage and then clear, you know, and yeah. whatever. You let everyone know, right? When you have a, a malfunction or, or in a street fight, it could be the fact that, you know, you punch someone, and I'm not advocating this, but you punch someone as yeah. hard as you could in the face yeah. and they look at you and go, that's, that's how I like it. Let's go. Yeah. You've given yeah. it all, right? And then what? Yeah. Yeah, that, is exactly. that, that is where that mindset comes in, you know? Yeah. Or, or, you know, like a lot of jiu-jitsu guys, I speak to them and they're like, yeah, in a street fight, I'll break the guy's arm. Okay, good. You break the guy's arm, still fights. Breaks his other arm, still fights. Breaks his legs, he still wants to fight. Yeah. There's only one thing for the tough guys of this world. The rear naked choke, you know? Yeah. You squeeze the life out of someone. You know, they go unconscious, <laughs> then. Right. So, so we work on a pretense in the street that we're not going to exchange firepower with people, you know, yeah. as in punching kicks. We're going to try as much as we can to get on their back and choke them unconscious. Yeah. Um, and, and then leave and take one shoe with them as a memento. You know, I have a yeah. cupboard in my house, Chris, that has one shoe in it. <laughs> odd, odd shoes. Hung up. Yeah. Kidding. Little but, trophy, but, isn't it? <laughs> but, but do you understand? It's, it, we yeah. make light heart of it. We make fun of it. And, and it's great to make fun of, of, of a very serious, serious subject. Because yeah. it can go the other way where people become or feel they're invincible. I'm very yeah. scared, you know, all of the time. And through that fear... Yeah. I'm able to, to react in a certain way. I'm, I'm able to get the drop. I'm able to react. And I think that injection of adrenaline and fear, whatever you want to call it, yeah. makes me move, makes my training kick in. I, I'm not lazy with the training. It kicks that's in. What, and, uh, that's what I think. I think yourself has something important there. 
because I would be more comfortable with someone who's got fear in them than someone who's got no fear. They're dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, they're dangerous not just they're, to, because to, unpre- they're unpredictable, aren't unpredictable. they? And you look at them yeah. and think, like myself, I would rather go in with that that pang of anxiety. And I have been obviously situations where you've got right. somebody who's who's going to come in to attack you, and you're going to disarm them. But it's a point of like, right, it may be to that point of pulling that arm down, even if it's say a club environment, and someone's got a bottle, and you can see that right. it's been smashed. They're going to go for that lunge for you if you can get the the, the, the drop on them by the wrist. Forward, absolutely, behind, absolutely, the back down into the rear naked choke. You know, if you can get in that 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 drill, that smooth drill, because you've always mm. got to have that yeah, fuck up factor. Essentially, yep. you've always got to remember that as well. And it's even if like that, I'd rather have a bit of anxiety because the fact of it is, someone who's full of fear, who's got no fear, who acts like that, I don't care. You know, got they're unpredictable, they're mm. dangerous. But the I, person I'm... who's who's got that is the is a better person. Yeah, like I was always taught in, in, in law enforcement never to go rushing into a, to a melee, yeah. to a fight. Never go running in. In gun battles, you know, in, in, in contact that I had, yeah. I never went running in, you know. Um, and none of us did. You know, it was all about where's that coming from? Who is it? Yeah. And then you go towards the gunfire, you yeah. know. You'd have to zero. Of course, of course, you know. Yeah. Because you hear it, and, and as you know, you hear the bang, yeah. And then a second later, it lands. And you're looking for that, yeah. that flash of light. You're looking for the, yeah. the puff of smoke. You're looking for something that gives you the drop on where they are, their location, and, yeah. and where they're hiding. You know, in all of the, the terrorist drills that we did, the counterterrorism stuff, and the stuff live that I was involved in here and, and in host countries, that training saved my ass, you know, over yeah. and over. And, and people say, oh, you know, you have to trust the training. You have to yeah. trust it because when all else fails, what else do you have? Yeah. What else do you have if you don't have, if exactly, you know, and that's, and people freeze. And that's the reason yeah. we rehearse so much in the, in the dojo. We fight so much. Like people say to me, yeah. how do you know it works? Well, I fight every day with yeah. professional MMA fighters at the highest level. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. fight every day with the guys in the academy, the yeah. other students in every single day. I don't know anyone who does that, who are non-martial yeah. artists or non non-sportive guys that automatically yeah. gives me the upper hand on joe public you know yeah um and and honing those skills and making sure those skills are constantly updated and constantly uh pushed to the limit uh and like yeah. i said i'm no i'm no superhero i'm no superman um i'm i'm like everyone else but i take my training in martial arts i take my personal security i take my yeah. my home security i take family security um, I take the security of those around me very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I psychoanalyze a lot of people. I'll be sitting in a restaurant and those who are online who, who've been, been an eat with, ate with me, yeah. I'll sit in a certain manner. I'll position yeah. myself in a certain way. Yeah. Um, I'm analyzing everyone who walks in. Are they drunk? Why are they loud over there? Is that potential for a fight to kick off? That couple sitting yeah. in the corner, are they arguing? You got the two love lovers over there. You got the four. that would give me the drop on them. You know, yeah. All of this psychoanalyzing is is so important, Chris. Um, yeah, definitely. And, uh, it's all martial arts based, and that is more important than any te- any neck chop, any punch in the nose, any kick between the legs. That all may or may not work, but one yeah, thing definitely. for sure is. If you can get the if you can get the drop, if you can get the mindset working, if you can get the upper hand on these people, yeah. then you have a chance, and that's all we're looking for—a chance. Yeah. You know? But that's that's all it is, really. Like you said, situational awareness once again. So, like same as myself, I do that. If I go into a place, I'll scope. I'll be scanning. In the moment I step mm-hmm. through that door to the like, like yeah. wave, like seats. So people who like never turn your back. That old rule: never turn your back. It's always like aware. Like even if mm-hmm. it's in the corner and you can see. All like that that arc. You've got to think of that arc of fire, almost that arc. There, of course, that you've got arc. like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who's in your? Who's in the left to it? Who's in the right? Who's in front? Where's the exits? How many exits? Mm. You've got to have and, this. And that's and all that strengths and liabilities. Exactly. That's what it comes exactly. down to. You know, and that's what you keeps know, you safe, isn't it? What kept me safe in in law enforcement? I'd rush to nine 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 calls. You know, nine 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 calls are or I calls are when someone dials nine nine nine. They're not calling you because you know, like I said before, yeah. to phone up and say, oh, thanks, guys, you're doing a great job. The wheel has come off. 
We need to get there as quick, quickly and uh, effectively and safely as possible. Every time we turn into a street, <coughs> what's the street location? What yeah. if we turn the street and we're hit with, with gunfire? <clears throat> what street are we yeah. in? Um, and even now, in my everyday life, I know exactly where I am. I know exactly yeah. what I'm doing. I know exactly where I am. Um, yeah. and, and that is just, that is just part of self-defense. So exactly. people get mixed up when they talk to me about self-defense. They think I'm going to come with the jujitsu is the best and this and that. Yeah. I never say it's the best. No. I say, I always say it's one of the most effective forms of self-defense the world has ever seen. And I honestly yeah. will stand on my shield and, and defend that at any point, you know, it's one of the most effective, but it's only as effective as what you're portraying it to be. Yeah, it's absolutely. only as effective as the way it's delivered, as the way as the package yeah. is delivered and the way it's taught. If it's taught like a sport, it will be dealt with like yeah. a sport. If it's taught yeah. as a combat art, people will see it as a combat art. And that's what we have to see yeah. as. And, and with that combat art comes, comes heavy weight, heavy shoulders, you know, yeah. um, because we're problem solving. But I always teach, the, yeah. teach my guys before anything, standoff. Yeah. You know, yeah. what are they? What are it's they looking most, like? It's, it's the most important part, really, to it. Because I know that part like that. I see an art form like jujitsu. I see it as you are a problem solver. You're always thinking about the next move. You're always thinking about the next position. And I mean, do you ever, I'll take it, have you ever trained with Andy Roberts? I know Andy Roberts, yeah. I know you Andy, know Andy. Really yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know yeah. him really well, yeah. Good yeah. guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. Uh, he is good. He is good yeah. guy now. Because I know, uh, obviously, I, I, like, I follow a lot of people on the, the, all the different martial arts side, from like mm. um, Liam, uh, Badko, um, Muay Thai. Um, you know, yeah. you've got like so many people out there. And I think what it is, you've got to like, have that, that knowledge of, you've got to build that knowledge of a 360, haven't you? You've got to pick up mm. a piece of each. And I think that's the only way you For really sure. learn. You've got to I mean, speak to people. In, in the know, right? You have to be around those yeah. people constantly. I'm yeah, very yeah. fortunate to be around the people I'm around and to have the background experience that I have. Um, yeah. I had a friend over at mine yesterday who is an incredible guy. Like, you know, um, I know exactly where, my, where I stand with him yeah. should something drop, pop off, you know? Um, yeah. we, we've been through a lot, you know? And yeah. uh, he's a stand-up guy. He's a guy that I would yeah. say... <laughs> stay by him if you want to live in that situation and he says about me the same thing but uh, and this is the thing there's a lot of jiu-jitsu guys who are who were sport their whole entire career sport 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 and i'm not talking yeah. about anyone in, in but then suddenly self-defense became the thing it became fashionable yeah. self-defense go back over our history self-defense for me has always been the primary objective of my school gracie yeah. jiu-jitsu self-defense as taught in its original form we never deviated. We never changed. We never considered ourselves to be a sportive academy ever. Yeah. Um, and if you go back over history, you will see, you know, um, I've competed in sport jujitsu tournaments and never done well. Yeah. I'm not a world yeah. champion. I have no claim to be a world champion. Um, I've won some, I've lost some. I never lost an MMA fight. Yeah. Because that's the difference, isn't it? It's that step up. That that's what, like saying there, it's that mindset of being sport to MMA. So it's that that whole right. mindset's completely. And like I always think that it's like you can't put somebody. It's like that analogy of like you can't like to get like so a boxer into an MMA fight in an MMA fight into a boxer. It not going to work. work. Yeah, it it's not going to work. It's not going to yeah. work. You know, yeah. because the and, rules and are very different. That. Exactly. And I think that's what it is. It's like you're saying, sport is very, very, it's like, it's a fantastic part of it. Don't, you know, I, 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 it's definitely so. a component. Yeah, it's a component, a component. It, but it's what you want to get out of it. Like you're saying, it's like any martial art. You put, you put in what you get one out of it. And I think right. that's what it is with all martial arts, really. It all depends on your, your style. You, 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 might, you might want to go into a hard fight. You might, like, you know what I mean? You might not want to train at a certain level. It all sure. depends on yourself. And I, I think really everybody has to have that basics of, of that self-defense element anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, if you're not training to, to stop punches yeah. on the ground, if you're not training to stand that fight up, if you're not training to get dominance on the ground and not, not avoid punching, headbutting, someone yeah. biting your ear off, yeah. someone putting their fingers in your eyes or, or reaching for a weapon during that yeah. struggle, then you're selling short your students. Yeah. If your students are not aware of managing distance using strikes yeah. to manage distance if your students are not able to clinch during a striking 
facing a, a violent strike in person. If your students are ruffled or, or flustered by someone this close to their face, and they shouldn't be, but if that does happen, yeah. and screaming profanities and they melt under profanities, if, if yeah. they get called a racist name or, or, or they're spat in their face and they melt, you're, you're teaching them wrong. Now, yeah. jujitsu has all of those components. Some yeah, schools yeah. just don't teach them. Maybe they don't know. It's yeah. not their fault. Maybe they don't yeah. know. Maybe that's not their primary objective. Our primary yeah. objective is and will always be how to survive a serious situation, not to win. Yeah. This is where we fall down, not to win. There's no winning. But how to yeah. survive a serious yeah. situation in the street. Because there's going to be an occasion where <clears throat> you cannot run off with your because you have your children or your family with you. Yeah. Um, you cannot, um, you know, you cannot escape because you're injured. Maybe you've taken yeah. an injury in that. How good is your first aid training? That's yeah, part of exactly. self-defense. If you take yeah. a stab wound and a punctured lung, you yeah. know, what if someone you're with has that happen to them? Yeah. Are you then a lifesaver too? Can you save life? You know, as well as take life, can you save life? You know yeah. from your background, like I yeah. know from mine, that how important that is. It's all those elements, isn't it? That's all those, like, all like, those elements. Parts. I know we're just rolling up to like about the last five minutes because it always flies every time we talk. We're getting <laughs> hours on some, some mobile levels on this and the whole mindset and then right. how mind, you know, mindset. It's like saying, if you look at martial arts it's from the standoff, it's a, how it applies. And especially in martial arts is is essential it is so essential you need because that. people thought we that. were going to come on and start talking about techniques and this and that yeah exactly forget that's the, the last part of it forget yeah. all that you know yeah. it's, it's the last part of it isn't it absolutely yeah. it's mindset if and then it's stand a standoff it's mindset yeah. it's <clears throat> if you have to go hands-on then you failed if you yeah. have to go hands-on if you have to swing blows and i'm not saying the times yeah. like that don't happen i'm not saying that at yeah. all but if that happens you know, and I'm not the guru like, oh, I'm going to avoid this and the, the pen is mightier yeah. than the sword. Sometimes the yeah. sword has to be swung, you know, but the yeah. difference is while they're, while, they're swinging, while they're swinging the sword, the cutlass, we're taught to swing the Excalibur. It's exactly. a totally different. It's a totally different mentality. Yeah, it's, a, it's that step up, isn't it? It's that step up <laughs> mentality. Because it's I think a that's totally what it is. different mentality. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of, you know, you this would be the worst like the worst place or the last place anybody wants to be but when you're in that circle when you're in that environment you have got to literally switch off in that sense where you don't let anything external affect you you are absolutely 120 percent there is no doubt about in, it. in, in those scenario, environments chris yeah. it's survive yeah. or extinction yeah survival exactly. or extinction and no yeah. one is going to rob my family of me, my friends of me, no. my colleagues of me, my students from me. Not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Not on my watch. Yeah. And if it yeah, yeah. and if it if it happens to be like that, then that will be the last time they do that to someone because yeah. it's going to be a tough one for both of us. You know. Yeah. Um, exactly. Because I think that's <laughs> what it is, isn't it? You've got to. Like, that's what it is. Is that when that threat environment, that threat, and I think that's what a lot of people is because people once you. Like you say, once you be in that environment, once you are placed in it, it is either fight or flight. And I know a lot of people, how do you react? How do you react to situations? Like we've been taught how to react. Or right. Like how do you react? I mean, the first time I remember stepping out of the military and I remember something and I remember one time and I actually put my hand where a pistol would be or to, to go through, you know, and you these are drilled in yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, how would this react? How would I? And you naturally do this or you, you go into that situation and your whole mindset changes. And I think that's what it is, is it is a brutal mindset. world out there. Absolutely mindset. brutal. You've yeah. got to look at the amount of stabbings that we've had. Yeah. So if I treat everyone like they have a weapon and yeah. I have that engagement, like these are armed people, then yeah. I'm not going to go, oh, it's just fisticuffs. Oh, it's no. Yeah. If I treat them like they're armed then my threat yeah. level is always up there. Now, remember, I'm not saying I'm a tough guy. I'm, I'm not saying that. Yeah. And I'm not advocating violence, but I'm talking about yeah. the mindset that is needed for real self-defense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. And I we're just rolling up to the last minute now. Um, I mean, I think we should actually do another one. I think we can, we can quite it, easily... Yeah, Let's we could it. quite easily do this, like four, five, six, because I know me and you could speak for hours on this, sure, you know, sure. and look at both our, our backgrounds and obviously what we've trained. And I think what it is, is Amazing. really on that last part of it, you know, we could we could cover, and like you said, we've just done another hour there and we didn't even get into techniques we didn't get or into, anything. No, we didn't get into no. going hands-on with anyone. 
And that that's the difference. I think what it is with obviously people watching that is that's the big difference. People think martial arts is this big flashy, what you see, kung fu moves, it's forget it. Forget it. It's not that. It doesn't yeah, exactly. It's there. It begins there. It ends there. And we're just obviously rolling up to the last twenty seconds there. But massive thanks again, nice. Eddie. Thank you know, you, I look forward nah, to the next time. Exactly. We'll get some more done. <laughs> and we'll we'll definitely catch up again. All right. But thanks, thanks a lot. And we'll, Take no care. worries. I'll catch you soon. You too. God bless.